Welcome in to the Degenerate Gambler, your sports gambling podcast. We're sponsored by Anchor.fm, the easiest way to make a podcast. We're going to go through some breaking news real quick before we go on to uh, recap the weekend uh, with our picks. Of course, the big news was uh, quarterback Trevor Lawrence of the Clemson Tigers will not be able to play against Notre Dame on a Saturday night in a big showdown uh, with the Fighting Irish in South Bend. He was also out for this past Saturday's game against Boston College. Boston College, make that Clemson was a 27-point favorite uh, and had to rally from 28-10 down to uh, pick up a 34-28 victory. But the Tigers survived, and they'll have to survive without Trevor Lawrence at least one more game after uh, Lawrence contracted the uh, COVID virus uh, middle of last week. Also, uh, the brawl between Florida and Missouri uh, resulted in a $25,000 fine for head coach Dan Mullen plus a reprimand. And also, uh, two Florida players and three uh, additional Missouri players on top of the one that was kicked out on Saturday are all sitting out the first half of their next games. Coincidentally enough, both teams' next games are against Georgia. As Missouri is off this week, they get Georgia next week. And Florida takes on Georgia in the world's largest outdoor cocktail party in Jacksonville this upcoming Saturday. Now, staying on the college football side of things, uh, we had uh, a whale of a week on the college football side. We went 7-2-1. We went plus 4.58 units in the process. Uh, We missed on just two picks. Uh, One of them was Georgia. Georgia, a 15.5-point favorite. At Kentucky, only won 14-3, so we missed on that one. We also missed on LSU as a three-point favorite. Uh, at Auburn, LSU got absolutely smoked by the Auburn Tigers, 48-11. to We also pushed. We didn't win and we didn't lose. We got our money back with Purdue minus seven at Illinois. Purdue gave up a late touchdown to only win by seven. Uh, our wins include Cincinnati at minus seven. Uh, at home against Memphis, Cincinnati blew out the Memphis Tigers. Uh, Virginia Tech uh, held off uh, Louisville to give us another win. Virginia Tech was a three and a half point favorite as they won by seven. Ole Miss a sixteen and a half point favorite won at Vanderbilt. I think the final was fifty two to twenty two. We had them as sixteen and a half point favorites. They won by thirty. We had Alabama minus thirty one against Mississippi State. That was another win. Alabama shut out Mississippi State forty to nothing. Uh, we had Ohio State minus 12 at Penn State. So Ohio State had to uh, get a missed field goal late in the game uh, by Penn State to uh, cover the 12-point spread, uh, did the uh, Buckeyes. We had Arkansas as a 12-point underdog at Texas A&M. Arkansas scored a touchdown with 30 seconds left uh, to get within 42-31, so we got the win there. And we also won with Oklahoma as a 14-and-a-half-point favorite at Texas Tech. And Oklahoma beat Texas Tech uh, by... I believe nearly 40 points in that one. So we went 7-2-1 and one right there. We split our upset picks. We hit on Northwestern. They rallied from 17-0 down uh, to beat Iowa in uh, in Iowa City, uh, 21-20. We had them at plus 2.5-point underdogs. We also had Navy as a 13.5-point underdog at SMU. SMU won uh, pretty handily over Navy. Navy jumped out to a 7-0 lead and also led 14-7, so gave us some hope. Uh, but SMU got things going, and the Mustangs won rather easily. 
so that was our picks on the college side. NFL was a little bit more of a struggle. Uh, we went two and three in our NFL picks, uh, but we also hit our upset pick. We hit on Cincinnati, the Bengals, as a five-and-a-half-point underdog to beat the Tennessee Titans, and they, they did just that. We were plus .96 units in the NFL. Our two hits, we had Seattle minus two-and-a-half against San Francisco, and the Seahawks uh, one going away. We had Philadelphia as a seven-and-a-half-point favorite at home against Dallas. The Eagles won 23-9. to We missed on Buffalo at home against New England. Buffalo was favored by three-and-a-half. That hook got us. Uh, So Buffalo only won by three, so we get the loss there. We had the Los Angeles Rams as three-and-a-half-point favorites at Miami. The Rams did everything right defensively. They held the Dolphins to less than 200 yards of offense, held two at Tiger LaVailoa in his first start. Uh, to 100 yards passing, but the Rams turned it over six times. Uh, Miami got a uh, pick six and I believe a scoop and score as well. They scored a couple of defensive touchdowns, and the Dolphins ended up beating uh, the Los Angeles Rams straight up. And we missed on New Orleans as a a four-and-a-half-point favorite at Chicago. Uh, The uh, Saints won by three in overtime, 26-23. So uh, with that plus our upset pick uh, with the Bengals over the Titans, Made us uh, .96 units uh, to the good on the NFL side. So for the year, we are 50 wins, 50 losses, two ties overall, 13 and 15 in our upset picks. That puts us at exactly 10 units on the plus side, plus 10 units uh, on the season. On college football, we're 30, 33 and 2, plus 9 and 9 in our upset picks for a positive of 7.84 units. And the NFL were 20 and 17 overall, but 4 and 6 in our upset picks uh, for 2.16 units to the good side. So that's kind of where we sit uh, on our picks uh, for this past, uh, for the past week and for the season so far. Nice bounce back after a uh, very poor week seven for us in our picks. Uh, but we bounced back nicely this past week uh, to. End up finishing at the uh, plus uh, 5.54 units on the plus side for this weekend, uh, which is about half of the uh, total of 10 uh, units that we are up right now. Uh, So we had a a very successful week. And, uh, of course, we're going to look to build on that. Keep in mind, this is a marathon, not a sprint. When it comes to sports betting and sports gambling, uh, we're, we build up our pots. We don't necessarily hit big this past weekend being an exception. We had a really good weekend. Uh, but ba- mainly we, uh, we're building our pots from uh, small amounts to bigger amounts and trying to uh, keep ourselves from uh, having a losing weekend, which we had uh, last week. Uh, so our only losing weekend we've had so far is week seven. And, uh, of course, with week nine coming up uh, in a few days, we're going to look to keep uh, keep building that uh, that pot uh, to the positive side. And with that being said, we'll take a break. And when we come back, we're going to take a look at some of the spreads uh, for the upcoming week uh, coming up in college football and the National Football League. We'll do that in just a moment. This is The Degenerate Gambler. Welcome back into The Degenerate Gambler, your sports gambling podcast. And uh, we're going to take a look now 
at uh, some of the spreads uh, coming for this upcoming weekend in college football in the National Football League. Uh, some of the uh, spreads of note uh, to this point. We get the Pac-12 back in action. Also, the Mid-American Conference in action this weekend as well. Uh, actually, the Mid-American Conference playing a lot of games uh, later on today and uh, and tomorrow. Uh, playing most of their games for the first week of the season. They're going to play a lot of their games actually during the weekdays so they can get... Uh, better television opportunities on the ESPN family and networks and what have you. Uh, but we're going to start with the Friday games, and we'll take a look at some of them. Uh, Miami is at North Carolina State. Miami is favored by 10 in that one. Miami coming off a of bye week. Actually, both teams coming off bye weeks uh, this past week. Big game between BYU and Boise State in Boise. BYU favored by 3. Uh, in that one, these spreads, of course, are as of Monday evening as we are recording. Uh, let's see, on Saturday, Army, a five-and-a-half point favorite at home against Air Force. We also have Virginia Tech, twenty-four or 14-and-a-half point favorites, I'm sorry, at home against undefeated and 25th-ranked Liberty. It is the largest uh, point spread by an unranked team over a ranked team uh, in at least 10 years. Uh, since Wisconsin was a 10-point underdog uh, against number 19 Northwestern. And Wisconsin, by the way, won that game straight up. Uh, Virginia Tech is a 14.5-point favorite, unranked at home against a ranked Liberty team. So that's one we're going to keep an eye on. Uh, Tobacco Road rivalry, North Carolina, 10.5-point favorites at Duke. Michigan goes to Indiana. Michigan favored by 3.5 at Indiana. We also have Iowa six and a half point favorites at home against Michigan State. Kind of like that one uh, on the Michigan State side, actually. Uh, USC favored by eleven at home against Arizona State. Kind of like the Sun Devils. Uh, Northwestern at home against Nebraska. Northwestern favored by three and a half. Uh, let's see Texas at home against West Virginia favored by six and a half. Boston College a fourteen point favorite at Syracuse. Cincinnati at home against Houston, favored by 13.5. Penn State, a 25-point favorite at home against Maryland. Maryland upset Minnesota uh, this past Friday night. They pick up their first win of the season. That's a pretty high spread uh, for Penn State, who was 0-2 on the season, to be favored at home against Maryland. Uh, Minnesota, 7-point favorites at Illinois. Wisconsin is a 7-point favorite at home against Purdue. Now, by the time you're listening to this, we should have a decision on whether the Wisconsin-Purdue game can even be played because of the COVID issues at Wisconsin. Uh, so you may this game may actually be off the board. But if this game is played, you got to favor Purdue as a 7-point underdog at Wisconsin simply because Wisconsin, at the very best, will be starting their third-string quarterback uh, we don't know how many players are, are under the COVID quarantine. Uh, in the Big Ten, you have to be uh, quarantined for 21 days before you can play again. Uh, quarantine actually for 14 days and then the seven days to do uh, heart checks and all that uh, before they will clear a player. So Wisconsin is going to be severely shorthanded. I'm a little bit surprised they're favored by seven against a Purdue team that's 2-0. and uh, Oklahoma is a 38-point favorite at home against Kansas. You almost always have to bet against Kansas, uh, so we may be taking that one. Uh, let's see. Florida, Georgia, the cocktail party on Saturday. Georgia favored by three and a half. Now, that 
has actually come down. Georgia opened as a six-point favorite against Florida uh, on Sunday. And just over 24 hours later, it's already dropped to three and a half. Uh, so you might want to get Florida as quick as you can uh, because this is a game I think Florida is a live underdog, meaning Florida legit can win this game and probably should not even be the underdog going into this one. Uh, Rice, never mind, we'll skip Rice. Uh, let's see, Florida State at home against Pittsburgh, favored by two and a half. But that could actually be a pretty good one. Utah favored by 14 against Arizona uh, at home. Mississippi State, a 19.5 point favorite at home against Vanderbilt. Kind of like Vanderbilt in this one because I'm not sure Mississippi State can score any points. Mississippi State has scored, uh, what, what was it I heard, 14 to uh, 14 and 0 in their last four games, something along those lines. They scored more points in the first game of the season against LSU than they have in the last four games combined. Uh, I kind of like Vanderbilt as a 19.5-point underdog. I don't think they'll win the game, but I definitely think they can keep it close. Uh, let's see. Oklahoma State, 12.5-point favorites at Kansas State. You got to watch out for Kansas State on that one. That that spread looks a little weird, uh, especially because the game's in Manhattan. Iowa State at home against Baylor, favored by 14. UCLA, 6-point favorites at Colorado. Here's another one I like the underdog in. Ohio State is favored by 37.5 at home against Rutgers. A Rutgers team that beat Michigan State and uh, played pretty well against Indiana before losing. Uh, Ohio State really hasn't looked that great in their first two games. They looked sluggish against Nebraska. They let Penn State hang around uh, this past Saturday. I think Rutgers can stay within 37.5 points. I, I like to think they can. Uh, let's see, Oregon at home against Stanford, favored by 10.5. Now Clemson, Notre Dame, no Trevor Lawrence. Clemson is still a 5.5-point favorite at Notre Dame, and I actually like Clemson. Uh, even at Notre Dame, I don't think Notre Dame's offense is very good. Now their defense is outstanding, but they, their defense hasn't seen anything close to the offense you'll see from Clemson, even without Trevor Lawrence on uh, Saturday night. This one's interesting. Tennessee at Arkansas. Tennessee favored by a point and a half at Arkansas. Now, this is a battle of of uh, sides that, that are undefeated in the sense that uh, Arkansas this season is 5-0 and against the spread. However, Tennessee coach Jeremy Pruitt is 4-0 and in his head coaching career playing a team that played the week before. Ten- All right, let me rephrase that. Tennessee is 4-0 under Jeremy Pruitt in which they play after a bye, and the team they played played the week before. Meaning, basically, Tennessee was on a bye this past week while Arkansas played Texas A&M. In those situations, when they're coming off a bye and the team they're playing played the week before, Tennessee is 4-0. So that one, uh, I'm not sure what we're going to do on that one. We may even skip it for all I know because uh, we'll make that decision come Thursday. Also, uh, Virginia, two-and-a-half-point favorites at home against Louisville. Texas A&M favored by 9.5 at South Carolina. I think A&M's on upset alert this week. Big rivalry win, semi-rivalry win, I should say, over Arkansas this past weekend. Going to South Carolina. Will Muschamp always seems to find a way to pull one of these out of his rear end every year. And this could be the one he pulls out this year. So A&M better be on upset alert. Uh, Oregon State favored by 1.5 at home against Washington State. Cal favored at home by one against Washington. And that is it for our 
college spreads for the upcoming week. We'll take a look now at the NFL ones real quickly. Uh, see if we can get to the odds. Here we go. Seattle favored by two and a half at Buffalo. That should be a pretty good one. Atlanta favored by four at home against Denver. Tennessee, a five and a half point favorite at home against the Chicago Bears. I'm kind of leaning towards Chicago as the upset pick and up picking against Tennessee again. Uh, but we'll see how that goes on Thursday. Minnesota favored by three and a half at home against Detroit. Kansas City, a ten and a half point favorite at home against Carolina. Uh, see Houston, six and a half point favorites at Jacksonville. The LA Chargers and the Las Vegas Raiders playing. Chargers favored by one and a half. Uh, they have taken the Miami-Arizona game off the board as of this moment. And uh, also uh, we got for uh, Monday night next week, New England a seven-point favorite at the New York Jets. So that's kind of what we are, kind of where we're sitting right now in our spreads in college football and the National Football League. And, of course, uh, on uh, Friday morning's podcast, which we'll record on Thursday night, We'll do our picks. We'll pick 10 college games plus two upset picks. We'll take five games from the NFL plus an upset pick as well. And we'll look to continue to build on what was a very successful week number eight for us here at the Degenerate Gambler. Again, if you count the upset picks, we went 8-3-1 and one in college football and 3-3 three and three in the National Football League. Again, uh, for the week uh, for the weekend, we uh, were plus 5.54 units. And for the season, we're right at plus 10 units for the season overall. Uh, 7.84 units to the good in college. 2.16 units to the good in the National Football League. Uh, our overall record, again, 50 wins, 50 losses, 2 pushes. And our upset picks are 13 and 15. And the reason we're at the positive uh, with our... Uh, with our units, even though our overall record is 50-50-2, and two, it's because of the upset picks. Uh, because each upset pick is worth more than just your basic uh, unit, which would basically be if you pick a game. Uh, like I'm looking at North Carolina-Syracuse from week one. North Carolina favored by 23. That's just one unit if you win. Uh, because you're, you're betting on, uh, at minus 110 on the, uh, on the spread line. But with the upsets, you're getting points on the money line. You're getting money line sprinkles, if you will. Uh, like, say, Georgia Tech was a 12.5-point underdog at FSU. We hit on that one week one. And Georgia Tech was, like, plus 380, I think it was, uh, for, uh, that, for that game instead of the minus 110 on your normal picks. So when we do our normal spread picks, they're all at minus 110, so they're basically worth one unit. Uh, but our upset picks are worth more units because they're underdogs, so they're you can make more money off of them if they hit. So that's why our units are are so high, even though we are fifty wins, fifty losses, and two ties on the season. Uh, but I expect to have a very successful week uh, number uh, nine coming up, and we'll have that for you on Thursday, or excuse me, on Friday morning. Uh, until then, this is The Degenerate Gambler.